Say less in the building. We're back. Studios. Say less studios. All right. Say less studios. Welcome back. Say less. Ooh, week one's in the books, Roy. Ooh, it is in the books. Mike here. Roy here. We have, wow, a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about. I don't mm. even know. Can we cover it all? I, really? We'll try. We will Jam try. Pats week one. We're going to go over Pats. Obviously. AB. Obviously. Yep. A lot of the major headlines. Are the, are the Ravens really like that? Zoinks. We'll see. Zoinks. The Browns embarrass themselves. No. Embarrass themselves. Saints, Monday night. Two great Monday night great games. games. Great two games. Two great Monday night games. Great game. Gruden kind of showing why he's Gruden. If you he... stayed up watching that game, it was worth it. Gruden's that guy. Um, we'll get to a lot of the intriguing matchups of week two. Some other teams that might have embarrassed themselves. Cap or no cap. We'll do another draft. We'll mm-hmm. have a new segment called Wow or Ow. <laughs> but, uh... We got to start with the Pats because yeah. the Pats, they did what the Pats do. They they absolutely smacked the Steelers at home. I'm, I'm sorry if you heard that before, but that's just what happens when the Steelers come to Foxborough, right? Same old, same old. Smacked them. Was it 33-3? to That sounds about right to 30 me. 30-piece. 30-piece McNugget. A very light 30-piece. Oh, it was very light. Very that was one light. of the, like, the scariest. Yeah, yeah, one of the, the scariest blowouts I've seen considering yeah. the matchup. Um, I mean, a lot of people are saying it's really fair to question if this team's going to go – 19 and no, mm-hmm. given the strength of their schedule, or should I say lack of strength yep. of schedule. The next like eight weeks is a bunch of phony, yeah. terrible teams. Um, but let's give me your opinions on that that win first. Let's let you start. First off, that win was I mean, we you heard us last week. We both thought they were gonna win pretty handily as well. Um, you thought that I thought it'd be closer. Yeah, I thought it'd, I thought it'd be, be pretty closer. handily. Um, but 33 to 3. You do say that all the time. Yeah, I do say it, but I mean they do back it up for me, so I, I'm not that Sometimes. far off. I'm Sometimes. not that far off. But um, no, I mean from top to bottom, our defense balled out. Our defense is like that. I like that. No matter who we're but, playing. No matter where we are, we will lock you, and we will play physical, and we may not get a lot of sacks, but at least we get pressures. We keep the quarterback in the pocket. You know, we keep it simple for our defense. And as for our offense, let's not even – I mean, come on now. Brady just methodical down the field. Methodical. All day long. Methodical. Methodical. He was 24 for 36, 341, and three touchdowns. Some beautiful deep balls, mind you. Noodle arm, they say. Yeah, noodle. Oh, my God. Who's man's? Noodle arm, my ass. Um, and we'll Josh, get to a noodle arm later. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Josh Gordon looks great. Philip Dorsey. And healthy. Health, very healthy. He looks great. Edelman looks like Edelman. Thanks. Yeah, he really does. And, I mean, Dorsett. I mean, Dorsett steps up when he needs to step up. It's simple. He's trustworthy. Extremely. He's just trustworthy. I think that's Trustworthy. Really he's consistent. He never really drops passes. Brady loves throwing to him. Simple. For sure. What you, um, what was Pat's defense, just to start off, like you said, was absolutely incredible. I mean, that's what we've come to expect out of this defense. It's a stats secondary in, in particular. Gilmore mm-hmm. did his thing on Juju. Juju only had six catches for 78 yards. Clamps. Chips. And a lot of a lot of garbage catches. A lot too. of garbage yeah. catches. 
Um, they did their thing on Dante Moncrief. Mm. Your man's. Your man's. This man has. Your man. This man must have been playing with butter before they Your man's. Yeah. Legit chips, a bag of Doritos. That's your man's. You were gassing him up. He was on clamps, locked down. Oh, just anything. 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 Drop that fourth down. Yeah, yeah. Just, just he was on clamps. Um, but that pads, oh, I was actually, that's who I really wanted to look for because I had no doubts the defense would do their thing, especially with how the Steelers wide receiving core is decimated. All they mm-hmm. have is Juju. We're still trying to figure out who their number two guy is. We don't know. They it's probably know. James Washington, even though he got clamped Clamp as well. Yeah. So they're still looking for their number two guy. Um, but the Pats, oh, is who I was really interested in. Um, and I think they really did their thing. I think Pittsburgh came in there with their game plan of, all right, we know we cannot sit back in zone. We're going to man up these guys. So good for them. They, mm-hmm. they never do that. They yeah. always come in with their sorry little zones. And they came in trying to play man. And they had a little bit of success, maybe the first drive, a little bit of the second drive. But then I think you saw Brady McDaniels figure them out. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, if you're going to play this man, first of all, you guys aren't good enough to play man and match up with us. Sorry, secondary. Sorry, secondary. Second of all, you're not smart enough to keep up with us. So you saw them run a lot of those pick routes, a lot of those crossing routes. Yep. And that's where you get uh, Gordon on his touchdown. <sighs> breaking tackles, getting to the end zone. And then once I think they established that you guys aren't sticking with us man-to-man-wise, yeah. you saw Steelers get, get back into their sorry zone. So, and, and from there, it was just, it the, was really, yeah, that, and he was surgical. The touchdown to their set where he will talk to safety oh my and throw to their set. It was beautiful. So beautiful. it was a really surgical, beautiful night from um, Brady, whose arm looks incredible. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Especially to the bound to the boundaries. There was some zip on those balls. Of course. The deep pass, the Gordon over the middle, where it got there just in time, time for the it, was a, for the safety to hit in a bucket. In a bucket. It was gorgeous. Um and that and then also um like you said, that one to Dorset, that was on a line right. too. You know, a lot of quarterbacks right. will have that thrown picked off by that for safety. Sure. Brady put that thing where it needed to go for sure. And that's that trust thing I was talking about because <clears> you saw Brady look off the safety and then go right back to Dorset without even really taking that much time. Look, no. he just knew he was he there, took brought his eyes on him and launched it, put it right on him for a touchdown. Perfect. Um, it was a really just great all around day. I don't even. Watching it and going back through my notes, I'm like, I don't even have much complaints besides like, I will. the snaps. Like, I mean, the snaps, the the snaps like, I guess, wasn't, great. yeah, run, I mean, Sony wasn't that great. Running was half decent when he was. The Steelers are a good run defense team. <laughs> yeah. So if there's going to be a strength of exactly. that decent defense, it is that front. Oh, line played really well. Yeah. Brady got sacked once and it was some, it was just kind of a, like a BS sack. And I mean, I, I'm a perfectionist. And what really pisses me off is that we left a lot of points on the board. Goskowski was 4-4. Four, four. For sure. 4-4. Right, four, four. <laughs> we, we were in the red zone three times. For sure. And didn't score. You good over there? <laughs> you good over there? <laughs> Let it out, my son. Drink some water. For sure they struggled in the red zone a little bit. Um, but given that it's week one, given that they really had no problem moving the ball up and down the field, I think that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, no, it's not. But – it's also, I don't know. It makes me sleep better at night knowing that we left points on the board, knowing that we will. There's still room for improvement. Yeah, there's room for improvement. Like we're not at our peak now, of for course. Sure. Imagine twenty weeks down the line, mm-hmm. what we'll look like after mm-hmm. today. And I will say, well, a lot of what we like to do in the red zone, we do love a lot of power running in <laughs> yeah. the red zone, bringing for in sure. Devlin, bringing in two tight ends, and running the ball down your throat without yeah. you being able to stop us. And with the Steelers being a great run defending team. With the fact that we don't have tight ends that we can rely on at this point in time, I think that kind of um, caused some slow us down a little. Caused some of the red zone troubles yeah. that we had. So, 
Um, that's something we're still figuring out. We still do need to figure out that tight end situation. I know it's it's interesting because like a lot of our plays, we had one tight end. We barely ran. Barely. We didn't run a two tight end set once. Like, there was a, there was a stat where it was I believe it was twenty. There were twenty five plays last year's total. Twenty five plays total last year where we didn't have a tight end on the field. Last night, not last night, last, Wednesday yeah. now, Sunday night. There were 24 plays, which is one. It was one less than it's last crazy. year total. So, but as you mentioned uh, a few days ago, um, you brought out a good point, saying that Edelman had those nice crossing routes that Gronk usually would have on the play action. On the play and action, it was wide open every single time. Facts. Edelman gets like 15 yards every time. I mean, so he's he's taking. Josh McDaniels is so smart yes. that he can. It's not the it's not like uh, the same position will fill that role. He can fill other people's roles that are missing with a different position. Facts. And my thing I've always said about tight end: tight end is such a luxury position, mm-hmm. especially when you have a guy like Gronk. It's such yeah. a luxury Facts. for me. Like tight end, as long as you have someone who is capable, someone that can help out in the blocking game, run block or pass block, chips when he has to, and. Can catch the ball when if the wrong. ball hits his hands, yeah. he's going to catch it because yeah. when you have a. a, a one of the better offensive minds in the, in the NFL, someone like Josh McDaniels, he can scheme guys open. So as long as they're going to catch the ball, that's mm-hmm. all that really matters because yeah. tight ends will get open just in this offense. Yeah, it's for sure, for sure. And go ahead. No, no, go for what you say. Um, I don't know. It just, you know, I, I would like to see Brady have some more trust in his tight ends, but I understand why, you know, he's looking elsewhere. I'm interested to see now. With our new arrival, AB, what actually happens with our tight ends? I'm curious to see if we even put a tight end out on the field before Ben Watson comes back. Jeez, I mean, there's, and that was the high, like, that was one of the best parts of Sunday night was, wow, we are piecing these dudes by 30. And we took their best player from the year before. And we took their best player, and he's on the way. And I just, I have so many mixed feelings about this. Um, and clearly those all come from the off field. So it's like, we know he's a nut. We know he has a long troubled history of, of not getting along with teammates, not getting along with coaching staff, showing up late, causing disruptions and distractions uh, during practice, meetings, off field history of, of uh, I don't want to say crimes, but he's had a few uh, incidents with the police, whether it was throwing furniture off his balcony uh-huh. and almost hitting an old man. Uh, now we're, he's, in the middle, in the midst of a, a sexual assault case, which him and his agent have vehemently denied, saying these are false accusations, calling them a money grab. So mm-hmm. they're very um, vocal about how this is not, this is just not, he did not sexually assault anyone. Mm-hmm. But it's a pattern of, of off field disturbance that is yeah. really is very uh, concerning from our point of view. And just not even talking football, watching that, that Raiders Broncos game, I really, Empathize, empathize with those Raiders fans screaming "fuck AB." Like yeah. I really felt like I, I'm with you on that. Like <laughs> if I wasn't a pass fan, I really be would be chanting that with you because like I really don't think someone should be rewarded for his behavior. Now he gets a brand new fat contract and gets to go to the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the contract isn't fat. It's fat. I mean, it's, it's not. Fat. I mean, his contract before was legitimately fat. If he plays like AB. It's going to be fat. Well, and then he deserves his contract then. No, I'm, I'm, I get, you know, like, I mean, nice. he's only rewarded because we're the best team in the league. Do you know how many other teams were re- wanted to sign him? Sure. A I bunch. I think it was about like, but that's what teams. I mean by being rewarded by coming to the best team in the league. It was his choice at the end of the day to who he gets to pick, it what was, team he's on. So, I mean, I listen, I just, 
Remember I said Brady's going to be MVP a few episodes uh, back? No, you don't get credit for that now. You're oh, I don't get credit for that now. You didn't know AB was coming. It didn't change my I'm mind. St- I'm still picking my It didn't change my mind. All right, stick on topic. Stay on topic. All right, anyway, yeah. No, AB is going to take our team to another level. He really is. If AB was playing against the Steelers, we, we went 53-3. to three. Okay, we, but how are you feeling about his off-field antics? I mean, the off-field antics, it's, it's crazy. He hasn't had a quiet day in about three months. In about three months. Three months. He's in the news every single day, whether it's his helmet, In the stupid video. Where he says, I feel like I'm a villain. Like, what? That's your fault. A lot of people hate the man. I don't blame them. I kind of hate the man too. Well, you're talking about him and that's all. And at the end of the day, he's just sitting back making money and playing football. And you're That's exactly the opposite of what he's doing. Well, I mean, now with this new situation on our hands that he had no control over. New? This has been all offseason. No, I mean, the the rape allegations. No, I'm just saying it's been Uh, all offseason. He hasn't been playing football and making money. I mean, I understand. I mean, yeah, he's been losing money, quite honestly. But yeah. uh, I mean, I think now he's ready to play and he's ready to buckle down and he's ready to play week two against Miami. I mean, he's on a Super Bowl winning team. He just keeps his head on straight. He's going to have a Super Can Bowl Can he do ring. that? Do you believe he, he'll, he'll do that? Do I believe he will keep his head on straight and yes. play the rest of the season without getting in any more bullshit yes. Yes. with the Patriots? Yes. yes. I 100% believe it. What makes it. you say that? Because if he doesn't, his ass is cut and he knows exactly what's coming next. No Super Bowl ever for the rest of his career. I'll and tell you that right now. You think it's that simple just because he's on the pass hill? Yes, I think Bill Belichick will put it, engrave it into his head that you better act right or you're, you're going to be finding another job on a probably a trash team who Super. will not go as far as us. We're going to win the Super Bowl with or without you. Are you part of it or are you not a part of it? It's really that simple. And if you, and if you don't want to play football – like I said, go to the Dolphins. They need you. They need you a lot more than we need you. I hear you. I will say Bill's press conferences today have been comedy. Comedy. Just straight comedy. I mean, he's sick of the sh- he's sick of it too. He, he doesn't want to listen. I mean, these reporters are annoying. You know how it gets. Uh, I will say the, the reporters really are like sort of with the shits. They're yeah. like they're, they're like testing coming, him. They're testing him. That's crazy. It really um, is. They're pushing his limits. They really are. Um, but I mean. At the end of the day, I, I do hear what you're saying. I do believe that hey, he's on the Pats now. It's it's you really get one chance. If you if anything, you're late for a meeting, you're gone. We oh, saw gone. someone like Jonas Gray, like had two hundred yards. yards in the game versus the Colts. Minute got was late to practice, done. He did, yeah, he like, didn't play the next week and he was done, right? Done. Yeah. So <laughs> crazy. I Malcolm Butler benched in the Super Bowl. It really doesn't really matter who you are. There's a little tidbit story that Bel- how Belichick really, really built this foundation so when he was the first coach in in you know 2001 his first season it was 2000 his first season a captain was late to a team meeting one of the captains by like one minute and he literally was like get out in front of the whole team he said get out and he left and he said don't come to practice you can't practice today and that from then on set the set the tone for the Patriots organization from here on out. It was like their first meeting, the man was late. For sure. And, and simple. And that's the thing. You know, <laughs> I feel like there's like a 70-80% chance that Antonio Brown is going to be late for a meeting, a practice, something. Because that's what he does. He takes football seriously though. But he does, but he's still always late to meetings, practicing. I mean, I don't know how the Steel- everything. I don't know how the Steelers run. Even stuff. in Oakland, he was late for a walkthrough. I and mean, that's what caused him to get fined one of the times. Bro, we know the Steelers are are badly run organization. Oh, facts, facts, facts. And Mike Tomlin, he's he's a he's a great coach. He, he really is. He's not a great coach. I mean, he's I think hard. he's a great coach. He's a great players coach, but maybe too sure. friendly with the players. He's not a great defense. He's a defensive minded coach, mind you. And there, the Steelers' defense has never been a great schematic team. So. I mean, except when they had the nice players back in, you know, 
when they were winning championships. Like Troy Polamalu. Yeah, back when what's his name was still coach? Dick LeBeau. No. The defensive coordinator? No, right before Tomlin. No, no Bill Cowher, yes. bro. Mike Tomlin won a Super Bowl. One Super Bowl. Sick. Cool. Okay, they so also also in. they also always have great rosters. So like they always have cool. great receivers. Yeah, legit cool. Anyway. Um but anyway, so we add one receiver, get rid of another. Good. Get Demarius Thomas. The, your man's Demarius Thomas. No, never mind, man's. Never mind. Traded man's. him to the Jets. Been very vocal on he's not my good. Good riddance. Get him out of here. Well, the thing what is, do you need him for? we don't need him. That's why we Simple. traded him. That's why we traded him. Belichick. Him in the first place. Belichick finally made a trade with the one team he's never made a trade. That's with. how you know he's chips. Get him out of here. You can no. have him. He's chips, bro. He's probably gonna Doritos. be decent on that Frito team. Lays. I mean, I feel I mean free the guy because I wish he was on the team, but we don't need Why? him. We don't need him. Why do you wish he was on this team? Well, now I don't care about him. You know, Why like, we you... don't bro. Before we had A B, he would have been a nice compliment to our offense. Sure. But now we don't need him. What do you mean? We already have Josh Gordon to kill Harry to fit that exact role. Well, why do I need that soft not here. wide receiver? Uh, well, I mean, he's not on the team anymore. So good, I guess it's good riddance. Really we won't miss you. Hasta la vista. Sayonara. See ya. <laughs> Free the guy. Free he the is guy. free. Actually, yeah. we're free. Free nah. the guys. We're nah, free. He's, yeah, no, he's actually locked up at the Jets. Um, yeah, good. Go to the Jets. Have fun losing. Um, but moving on, Pat's Dolphins this weekend. Next question. No. Actually, before we get to Pat's <laughs> Dolphins, one more thing on AB. We talked about off field. How do you see this working on field? Bro, this is gonna be like <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, I don't like, know come why. on, Stop man. He's uh, it's gonna be you know, I always feel bad for Philip Dorsett. Last year, he played a lot before Josh Gordon came. He did not play at all when Josh Gordon was there. When Josh Gordon left first, you know, it's suspended indefinitely. Philip Dorsett was back. Philip Dorsett was the only player to catch a, a touchdown in the, in the playoffs. The only player on our team to catch a touchdown, which is a crazy thing to think about. And now, Philip Dorsett, back in that three-wide receiver set. And now he's not in that three-wide receiver set. Sorry! A B Josh Gordon Edelman Sorry. Edelman will be manning that three wide receiver set. Simple, simple. And it like you saw what Dorset did. Listen, ninety five yards, oh. two touchdowns, and now this man A B is taking his Dorset spot? is just he's he's a jag, just another guy. There's nothing special about him besides his speed. Yeah, no, that's fair. And I mean, he just, he's just Brady he's just trusts consistent. him. He he's consistent, and Brady trusts him. He knows the offense. He knows where to be, and there's mm-hmm. something to be said about that because. One of AB's on-field issues is he likes to freelance sometimes. And so that's also a point of focus that we need to watch out for because Brady doesn't like, – hates that. It's not going to tolerate yeah, that. Josh yeah, McDaniels isn't going to tolerate that. But I think one thing to, to account for is how will AB and Edelman mesh? Because Edelman is purely basically a slot guy. Yeah. He's going to man the middle, but, but AB is also great at some of that stuff. Yeah, He is a guy who can – is a can be a persistent route runner mm-hmm. inside or outside, so call, they'll probably use him a lot more on the outside. But how will they mesh those two? Because that's two great guys you could employ in the middle of the field. Yeah, to just wreck havoc. Oh my goodness! Over dude. nickel guys. If we had A B and Edelman alone, we would, we would say we have the best receiving core. But we need Josh Gordon. That's fast. That's <laughs> fast. Crazy. And I think one thing um, to to throw to throw out, Randy Moss when he came, we know who Randy Moss is. He's a deep threat guy. Yeah, guard me. I'm by you. Yeah. AB's that precision guy. Is that a better ma- is that a better pair with Brady? A precision guy who's gonna run distinct, like this, crisp routes. Yeah. Tony Totap? Yeah, where you know Brady, oh, you're gonna be right here. I'll dime you yeah. and go do your thing. Facts. So is that I is 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 A B a better pairing with Brady than Moss is? I would think at this point in his career, it is. Um, but I mean back in 07, Brady would launch that thing. Launch, launch it. Launch that. Launch thing. it. 
But then here's the thing you saw, but then you saw when they got to the Super Bowl, if you take that away. Yeah. Then what? Then what? Exactly. Can you really take away AB without doubling him? No. And if you do double him, you know who else we have? Exactly. And Josh Gordon's so going to take the top off. I think up. there's a legitimate argument that AB could be a better pairing with Brady than Moss was. Interesting. I mean, I mean, it's going to be really hard to... I mean, if unless AB gets 24 touchdowns in a season and breaks Moss's single-season record, then it's going to be hard to say yes. Um, but he'll be an unbelievable pairing. I mean, we could have two Pro Bowl wide receivers on our team when the season's over. Um, if AB's ready to go this week and get some reps. And here's the thing. Based on the incentives in his contract, yeah, it's looking like AB is expecting to put up numbers because the incentives, the incentives in his uh, in his contract, if he gets 105 catches, he gets 1.5 mil. If he gets uh He's not getting that. It's possible. There are too many passes to get there are too many people to catch the ball to you know. It's possible though. I don't know. If he gets twelve hundred and ninety-eight yards, one point five million. If he gets 16 touchdowns, 1.5 He's not getting million. 16 touchdowns. But he has high expectations for himself. Of course, of so course. So, like, he's playing. He agreed like, to those terms. So, like, he was like, I can get this. So, <clears throat> it's, it's going to be crazy. I don't I, think, to be honest, I'm going to be real with you. I don't think he's getting any three of those. Geez. And it's nothing against him. Geez. It's just against how how deep our, our receiving core is. That's facts. How deep our, our receiving running backs are. That's facts. It's just there's a lot of passes to go around. That's facts. Everyone's just going to have very even stats when the season's all over. And facts. they're all going to be OD. That's they're facts. They're going to be a force. That's like, facts. It's, our team's going to be insane. That's facts. That's facts. Uh, Dolphins, Pats. I mean, I'm not going to ask for a prediction. Just talk about the game real quick. <laughs> Don't I don't need to forget. <laughs> Actually, better question is how much of the Pats won by? Dude, if the Dolphins score fifty nine points on them, and Lamar Jackson, you know he balled out. We'll talk about that later. Um, if if the Dolphins score fifty nine on them, we might only score sixty just to not have Brian Flores like hate himself after the game, just out of respect, dude. You know, because he used to be a Pats defensive coordinator. Um. They have decent wide receivers, but they're getting locked. Next question. Oh my I mean, we have our troubles in Miami, so we're truly the players. So they're going to come in like oh, the no. hot. No, yeah, the yeah. players are going to come in hot, and they're going to come in motivated. They know how bad this team is, but they're not going to take it lightly on them whatsoever. I know old Pats teams have taken it lightly on bad teams. I remember a couple of Jaguar games back in the day, and we would come in, and we were sloppy, start off slow against the Browns even back in the day. But it's a different Pats team, different mindset, different mentality. We're about to go in there. And we're about to embarrass them for two straight weeks. Those players are going to hit up. The Dolphins players are going to go back on their phones, call up their agents again, Jesus. and demand another trade Jesus. because they won't be able to be on that team for much longer. For sure, I agree with you. Um, I mean, I don't. There's nothing to really disagree. We really might torch them. I mean, just watching that Ravens Dolphins game, no pass rush at all. Won't be able to stop the run. Letting Hollywood Brown just run right by them, and the secondary is supposed to be their strength. With guys like Xavier Howard, um, forgetting his Rashad other. Jones, yeah, Rashad Jones, Mega Fitzpatrick, yeah. that's supposed to be their strength, yeah. And they were just getting torched, lit up by the Ravens. So if you're not going to pass rush them, and you're going to let those receivers go off, I'm praying for you. And not to mention their O line is pretty garbage, pretty damn garbage. And I mean, let's not even talk about their quarterback play. We already know how that's going. Down. Yeah. So it's it's going to be a long day. I I think this might be a game where. Um, the running game gets back on track. Yeah, for sure. 
uh, because that was a little – I don't want to say a sore spot. That's such a strong – No, I mean, Rex Burkett kind of forced it. Eight for 44. That's solid. He was really they, good. They too. utilized him as a receiver and a running back. They got better looks out of when they had yeah. Rex on the field. Where Sony still looking to see some of that pass catching. I know we didn't run, run. Well, we did run some pass plays when he was on the field, but nothing in his direction. He was just there for play action. For right? sure. Um, but let's transfer into that Ravens Dolphins game mm-hmm. because I have to ask you a really serious question: Are are the Ravens like? Are they like that? Are they like that? <laughs> It's all right. All right. Hold on. I need to see a couple things happen first. First okay. off, I need to see the Pats play the Dolphins. I need to see what how the, bad yeah, the Dolphins, how bad really the Dolphins are. Okay, are. Fair. And <clears throat> to my point again, the Ravens are playing the Cardinals this week. So another. So another. I don't know. Give me to week three. They're playing the Chiefs. They're <laughs> playing the <laughs> Chiefs. What you mean? Bad defense. That, no, 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 come on. That defense is not scary. Who? The, the Chiefs defense? No, I just want to see if they can hang with the Chiefs. Point if they size? beat oh, our period, if they beat the Chiefs, they don't have to beat the Chiefs. They just I want to see offense. how they I want to see if they yeah. compete. I want to yeah. see if they compete. Fair but for fair. right now, I don't know, Mike. I don't know if they're like that. Their defense, like I said, is a little gassed. A little gassed. Oh, they lost some big pieces, but they gained some big pieces as well. I mean, Lamar, I mean, he put a middle finger up to those people who said he's a running back or said he was a wide yeah, receiver. That, that, that's disrespectful. So disrespectful. That man was forcing it. The flick of the wrist. 60, flick, of the wrist. flick of the wrist. Hollywood Brown, 60 yards downfield in stride. That shit was beautiful. I mean, he looked great throwing the ball. He didn't even run. Three rushes for six yards. This man was like, nah, I'm not going to run today. I know I can run. I need to show y'all what I can do with the pass. He was the offensive player of the week in the AFC. That's an, uh, that's an amazing week one for him. Um, but like I said, it's just still Miami. Um let me see the Pats kill the Dolphins first, and then I, I'll let you know. And by week three, we'll really get to know. Well, I'm just going to get straight to the point. No, they're not like that. They're not like that. Come on, man. They Most points are franchise, but they're not like that. They're not yeah, like that. Yeah, no, bro. They ran into the worst They're not like the that. Yeah. They're not like that. Now, I will say their offense is going to be much harder to defend. Um, I liked – they were way more spread. Way more spread. Yeah. A lot of – uh, 10 personnel, one back, zero tight end, one back, 11 personnel, one back, uh, one tight end, one tight end, a lot more spread out. Not a lot of these jumbo formations, long, running a lot of read option. They didn't run a lot of that zone no. uh, option. They were spreading them out, passing ball, which is good. Lamar looked better. He was a little bit more accurate. accurate. A lot of I mean, a lot of those dudes were, were wide. Open. Open. And, he, and Hollywood, you throw a slant, he's taking wide. Yeah. Open. And it's like, no safety help from the Dolphins, no pass rush, and they didn't even bother touching Hollywood Brown, who is 5'9", 170 on a good day. That's his draft measurement. So in about a couple of weeks, he might be 5'9", 155. Yo, chill like, out, let's, chill out. Let's be honest Smith here. is a wet blanket. Yeah, they, got, they made no effort to get, to get physical with him. They did nothing. I they think, couldn't touch him. Couldn't touch him. I just think they sold out to stop the run and were surprised when – they were just launching the ball over their head, and Hollywood Brown was by them. Yeah. So they're not like that. I think there's a difference between we say, oh, wait till you get Patrick Mahomes on film. No, no, it's a little different. So you wait till you see get this offense on film. Mm-hmm. You'll Once you get this offense on film, see some of their tendencies, see how they like to use the run instead of the play action, get down, fail a lot of those deep crossing routes we were just talking about with the Pats, learn how to defend Hollywood Brown a little bit better, learn how to take him away. Then we'll get to see what this offense is really like. But like that, no, they weren't like that. No. That was come on. Come they're on. still they're still like second, maybe third tier in the in the AFC. In terms of uh, in terms of team, in terms of a team. Uh, 
Well, if we're putting, I mean, Pats, Chiefs oh, are tier one. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, and then they, you, they might you. fall second or third tier. Uh, I hear you, yeah, I hear you, I hear you. they're 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 a bubble playoff team as I see it right now. I hear you. Yeah, all right, that's cool. fair. That's yeah. fair. Oh, bubble. All right, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? I feel you. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, moving on. Let's get to the Browns. Ooh, they're AFC North rivals. You know what else is Brown? Poop. UPS. Just like the way they they played. Poop. Uh, how concerned are you with the Browns, honestly? Pretty concerned, to Jeez. be quite honest, dude. Jeez. Like, what was up with Baker? What was up with him? One yeah. touchdown, three interceptions, and his interceptions were disgusting, man. Yeah, disgusting. Forcing the ball. He just, you know, his feet aren't set. <clears throat> um, I'm decently concerned for sure. Um, they could have been too hype, you know? They definitely could have just been too hyped up. The crowd was crazy. They were feeling it. They were in Cleveland. Huge expectations this year. This, that, and the other. And they came up flat. Titans always kind of play sound football. Mike Vrabel has been do. doing a good job on the low. They play sound defense. They played sound offense. I mean, Derrick Henry's nice. Marcus Mariota looked pretty good. He's, he started bad, he but he looked all right as he the game was going across. But you know what's a real, real concern for me? We've talked about this. The Browns' O-line is a huge concern for me. It is. One, Greg Robinson, probably their best O-lineman, which says a lot about how ejected. good their O-line. Yeah. He, he was ejected because he kicked someone in the helmet. Like, how dumb can you be? There's a lot of dumb NFL players. That was a theme this weekend. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of dumb, dumb NFL Yeah, a lot players. of dumb A lot of dumb shit was happening. Um, yeah, I mean, they had a meltdown. I mean, they're in they're in it in the beginning of the fourth quarter. I believe they're only down like a score, even less. And but they just blew it after that. Pick sixes. I mean, it was just embarrassing. For sure. I mean, I'm definitely concerned about the I mean, the Browns. I picked them to win this division. They me better too, turn it too, around. Me too. Um I I got money on them. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. Jeez. Check his wallets. No, hey, the Steelers lost too, so I'm I'm doing all right. Um, right. I'm definitely concerned about them. I definitely agree with your O line, with their point, with your point about the O line. Definitely shaky, especially after Greg Robinson went out and you talked about Baker's feet in the pocket. In the pocket, that O line, their issues definitely caused them to have some of that, some of his happy feet in the pocket. For sure. Um, but my big thing is the play calling, and I sent you a video of this. It's just, first of all, not enough runs. Not enough runs at all. Nick Chubb had 17 carries to 75 yards. He averaged 4.4 yards per carry. Give him the ball more, please. Give him the ball and not just shotgun handoffs. Get under center. Run some power runs. That'll help take some of the pressure off of Baker in that passing game because they can move the ball. They showed that. They showed that last year. That's one of the things that Freddie Kitchen did. Um, And because they weren't running the ball on first down, second down, they were often behind the sticks. Third third down, lots of third and logs. Not enough third and manageables. Mm. Um, and then their passing game, the video I sent you, it was like one of the examples. It's first and 11 on literally their own goal line, literally on, not on the one yard line, no, on line. the goal first, line. First and 11. First and 11, 11 from a penalty, yeah, mind yeah. you. That's another problem. Yeah. Undisciplined penalties everywhere. everywhere. You talk about Greg Robinson getting ejected. They were so undisciplined, but first and 11, first and 11 on their own goal line going out. There's no room for error there. You either need to one hand the ball off or as I showed in that video to you, they, they had a three wide receivers, I believe it was 11 personnel, one back, one tight end, three wide receivers. Uh, tight ends were playing way off. Every single wide receiver, you could have done a slant, like give him a now, give him a bomb, yeah. let him run, something. Just get off the goal line. No. Freddie Kitchen dials up a long developing pass play. Baker takes like a three, five set drop and gets sacked, like obviously. And that was my huge issue with their play calling all day. It was just 
a whole bunch of long developing pass plays routes and stuff yeah, yeah. when you have a shaky o-line that's struggling help them out there are not enough plays over the middle of the field not a lot of easy throws not enough screens so and that was one of my concerns i said ego and coaching I did not like this play calling at all. I think they could really help them out situationally, running the ball, more easy throws, more throws over the middle. For sure. For sure. They're playing the Jets on Monday night. It's going to be an interesting game. Yeah, they embarrassed themselves too against the Bills. Um, You know, lost a 16-point lead, lost by one. So this is a good opportunity for both teams to really show what they got on Monday night football in front of the for whole sure. world. It's going to be interesting to see how the Jets or the Browns do. The Jets defense looks pretty legit, dude. Looks pretty legit. So it's all right. I think the Bills offense isn't much to be scared of. I mean, that's fair too, but CJ Mosley also went down. Facts. And they were now did yeah, change the game. It was zero, he had zero they had zero points when he was out that's of the fact. game. So that I mean, factual. so he'll be playing next week, so we'll it's going to be interesting to see. It really will. Well, uh, let's say us a little bit. Let's take a quick break to get a word from our sponsors. So listeners, stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to Say Less. Before we get into the Saints-Texans, I just want to give our boy Tawato T a shout-out. Hope school's going well. <laughs> Hope you're passing in your homework and getting to class on time. <laughs> My mans. All right. I'm still waiting for your report card. Yeah, well, it's a little bit of time until we need that. Um, so Saints-Texans, we mentioned how Monday Night Football, we had some great games, some great games. So this was the early game. Um it was a. It was really. A, it was really just a back and forth battle from the start. Texans mm-hmm. looked like they kind of had the momentum to begin with. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson was really kind of unreal. He's kind of. He's that. Deshaun Watson is really that, that guy. guy. He's that guy. You know, I pray for him though that he keeps his health intact because he needs to learn how to slide a little bit better. better. Then you better pray for that O line too. Yeah, that O line definitely could use some work still, but they were getting better as the game they're was progressing. No, they were I, like throughout the game they were getting much better. They In the were. beginning, they were a little shaky. And one of our boys, shout out Owen, he was right about the crowd noise and, um, you know, the snaps and all that stuff. They were a little bit out of sync, but um, they 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 held it together. I mean, in that last drive by Deshaun Watson, two, two plays to go 75 yards and a touchdown. I have a lot of problems on that drive with the, with the Saints defense. Oh, yeah, Saints defense was – yeah. But then, let's not get started on the Texans defense oh, yeah, the following them. drive. Both of them. And then Will Lutz hits that long 60-plus yard field goal to, sure. to win the game. And sure. it, was a, it was an electric game from start to finish. It was. What's your biggest takeaway? I Mike? mean, like you, it really wasn't an electric game. One of the better games of week one. Probably the maybe the best game of week one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, Deshaun Watson, that guy. Yeah. That guy. Um, O-line. O-line wasn't that bad. They no. weren't six sacks bad. No, no. They were not that bad. I think Watson does tend to hold on to the ball a little bit too long. Um, I do think Bill O'Brien, same way we talked about Freddie Kitchens in the Brown, he could help out Deshaun Watson by getting a little bit some more easy throws over the middle. Some um, more screens. Some more screens. Just stuff like that. Yeah, you see, yeah. You see a lot of people make fun of the Brady. All they do is dink and dunk. Yeah, and you don't mm-hmm. see Brady getting sacked six, to- six times. Yeah, no. That's part of offense. Or throw interceptions. That's yeah. part, exactly. It's football. Not everything is an explosive 20-yard down the field pass. Yeah. You have to have the shorter plays that then open up those gaps with pass. I think yeah. a lot of – yeah. Um, it's chess. Yeah, chess, not checkers. That's not why checkers. we have six rings. Facts. Um, But Deshaun Watson is that guy. Yeah. Uh, New Hopkins – also, yeah, that we guy. knew we know about new. He's that guy. Yeah. A lot of talent on the field, but I just, just I have those concerns. The Texans, I really do believe in those. O line's not that bad. They do need some help from Bill O'Brien. Watson's get rid of the ball quicker. The Saints, Breeze's arm. I keep, 
I said this last year, and I'm going to continue to say, if anyone is falling off a cliff, it is Drew Brees. Every single one of his throws was a lollipop. I didn't see any zing on those passes. But it's all about the timing. Sure. It's all about he, the timing. He's, he has the mind for of it. He's, he's one of the smarter quarterbacks to play this game, so he understands, and he has a great play caller. So they're going to understand defense and where the ball needs to go. That's why he'll be able to play. But I don't understand why the Texans didn't challenge these receivers more to force Breeze to make tight contested throws both to the boundaries and down the field. Uh-huh. And especially with Michael Thomas being their only true wide receiver, and he had a game, mind you, 10 uh-huh. catches for 123 yards. I don't understand why they don't challenge them. You have to match up with them. You can't just sit back in a soft cover three or cover four yep. like the Texans were doing. I think you really have to, to challenge them. And I think when they go against some better defenses, I think you'll start to see that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. It's And it's also interesting to notice how – the pieces that the Texans got actually showed up and played well. Like Carlos Hyde, we had mentioned a few weeks ago, yes. actually came out. 10, 10 carries, 83 yards, yes. solid outing. Um, Kenny Stills had the game, what we thought was the, the game-winning game touchdown. touchdown. I mean, and Laramie Tunsil, he played pretty well. I, I saw him got beat once, but like he was yeah. playing, he was holding it down. Yeah, he did his thing. Like uh, I said, that line was not six sacks bad. No, they weren't. They were not he was, six sacks bad. He was bad. truly holding onto the ball too long, like too you said, long. running around in the pocket when he just needs to run out. Throw, Some, throw sometimes the ball live away. to see another day. Live, live to, to see, see another, another day. day and live to see another down and throw the ball away. For sure. And stop losing yards. Um, But, I, dude. I cannot – and the Saints, they, they, they're they a very well-coached team. You knew that they were going to be in it. Although they were down early, you knew that they were just going to hang around. Mm-hmm. Dude, I cannot get over how the Texans were playing this sorry-ass soft coverage in the last drive. Both defenses. And they and man both, up! Both of these teams have a history of blowing it in the last minute of games. <laughs> the Saints, I don't need to talk about it. I don't need to talk they about it. They have nightmares about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the Texans, they have four or five games now – since 2017 where Watson has scored a supposed to be game-winning touchdown with less than a minute left, and the defense has given up another game-winning score. It's embarrassing. It's truly embarrassing. So just like going through those last drives, just to, just to be specific yeah. here, Houston, they were down 21-27. Yep. They need a touchdown. And the Saints are Mind being – Mind you, there's like two, less than two minutes left. Less than two minutes yeah. left. They need a touchdown. Saints are being – Way too aggressive, yeah. playing bump and run man coverage on DeAndre Hopkins, who's already been torching you all game. He had eight catches for 111 yards and two touchdowns. He's torching. I'm sorry, Marcus Lattimore. Yeah, you're nice, but, but you're not it doesn't matter. guarding New Hopkins like that. Doesn't matter who you are. Who's if you're guarding New Hopkins? If your name's not Stephon Gilmore, they so. marched down in two plays. What was it? Less than a minute left or something? Yeah, two, two plays. plays. 47 seconds, I think maybe. Two plays. To score a touchdown. I remember two plays. And it was, it was crazy because DeAndre Hopkins beat his man. Went, Easy. Went deep. It was a perfect ball. Perfect ball. Great, perfect catch. Great catch. Got out of bounds. Out of bounds. He <laughs> couldn't have a perfect. And then the next play was just a touchdown. A post right over the middle. You're getting burned off the line by Kenny Stills. It just, it was embarrassing. Awful. And then the Saints. So now the Saints are down 27-28. I think they had like 40. 47 or they so. They had 47 yeah. seconds left. And one time, maybe two timeouts. One, yeah, I think one, it was one, one timeout. Okay, one, one timeout. Yep. And. It's the exact opposite roles now. The Texans are playing a prevent defense like the Saints should have been because Houston was down 21-27. Yeah. They could have given them a field goal. Ain't no problem. Yeah, no. Ain't no problem. You, 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 they, have to, they have to have four downs. Yeah. You know, that's four down territory. Ain't but no now it's a different story. Saints are down 27-28. They just need a field goal to win the game. And the, and the Texans are playing a prevent defense 
as if yeah like 10 yards off of the off the receiver you gotta jam your receiver you cannot let up let them get one yard not one you, you can't mean, let them get nine you have to you can't even let them get one you can i mean you can play like a soft cover three come forward you can't be 10 yards off the receivers let them get easy chunks of 10 15 yards and every then single Ted play Ginn catches a ball catches another ball and they're in field goal range all of a sudden just it's like that so it was just it was just terrible situational defense on both sides and both these teams have a history of doing that so it's you just, know what team would never ever ever do that it's simple simple never. simple never never it's embarrassing so it i was, mean even these it's it's crazy it really just highlights the separation of coaches in the nfl simple. from some of the best simple bill o'brien and sean Payton are some of the best coaches in the league to bill belichick simple. there's a huge drop off from simple. them it's, it's simple. insane simple insane uh, but Will Lutz also shout out him. That was an absolute boo. Boo. That was boo. good from seventy five. Boo. Yo, great kick. That shit was crazy. Kick. But uh, let's move on to the act. The second Monday night game, great the Raiders, kick. and that really, I really just great win yeah, for fast. the Raiders. Shout I felt, out the Raiders. I felt really good for them. I feel like they deserve this win. Um, in in the midst of all the Antonio Brown drama, what stood out to you about this impressive win? What stood out to me was probably. Josh Jacobs. Straight up Josh Jacobs, man. Josh Jacobs is different. I knew it coming out of college. I mean, he's a Bama made. Bama makes running backs different. That's RB University as far as I'm concerned. It really is. And he really is built like Saquon Barkley. He's not as big, but he's built like him. And he's just as fast as him. And he's great hands. It's just natural hands. He had over 100 yards of scrimmage, uh, scrimmage yards, and he had two touchdowns last running back to do that. In their first game ever was LT. So, says a lot. Wow. <laughs> and it was also great to see Tyrell Williams coming into his own and becoming a number one wide receiver. Damn, you really, you really coughing up over there. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a little Stay tickle in my off throat. the weed. Nah, chill. I have a little tickle in my throat. That's all it is. We're, in, we're inside. Um, My biggest takeaway, I think Mayock and John Gruden, Gruden deserve a lot of credit for the yep. roster mm, they built. For sure. You look at that O-line. Very solid, especially going against that Denver front four. Yeah. That consists of Nick Chubb, Wolf, uh, Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Sorry, Bradley Chubb. Sorry. Thank you for that. <clears throat> Wolf, Vaughn Miller. They they held it down. So big shout to Colton Miller, their first round draft yeah. at UCLA. They just signed Ronnie Hudson to make the he's one of the best. Center. He's one of the best centers. Yep. Yeah. And then Trent Brown, another we know who he is with the Pats. And I kind of question, can he really do that on his own? I know the Pats had a great old line. Dolphins Carnegie, one of the great. The, no, no, sorry. The best offensive line coach ever. ever. I question whether or not he would be able to replicate that success yeah. on his own without them, but he did. Yeah. He, he he had Von Miller on, on clamps. He's a, he's, on a clamps. Gro- he's, he's a different version of a grown man. He's a grown yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not the word. Honestly. He might be the grownest man. Darren Waller looking like a, uh, an elite tight end, potentially. It's legit, though. Tyrell Williams, not quite wide receiver one, but like he said it, yeah. 1.5. 1.5, yeah. He's not... He's not an elite route runner, but like this, his elite speed combined with his pretty good route running yeah. makes him a good option. Great hands, too. Great hands. Great hands. Um, Josh Jacobs, like you just mentioned. Yep. Defense is young, willing to And improve. defense looked really good. Yes. Defense looked really yes. good. So I think Mayock and Gruden deserve a lot of credit for the rush they put together. And Gruden especially, I think we often forget – because of his persona, mm-hmm. because of some of the off-field issues they have. But Gruden is a really great play caller. Yeah. He's going to set his team up for success. They ran the ball a lot, had a great run, pass bounce, yep. good play design. I think the play that stood out to me was the third down at the end of the game to ice it. They call timeout. They yep. come back and run the screen to 
uh, it might have been Tyrod. The screen on the left side, yeah. They pulled out because uh, they had the 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 corners playing way far off on a uh-huh. quick now screen. Oh, yep, to the yep. wide receiver. It was Tyrod. It was Tyrod. Yeah, yeah, have Colton Muller pull out and block the DB. Yep. just to get three, four yards. Yeah, and that's all they needed. End the game. Creative mind. Carr looked decisive, athletic. Because yep. we know who Carr is. He he was an MVP candidate before he broke his leg. Yeah, and now he has a play caller. So he had, he only had four incompletions. Like he was really yeah. on it and. It, and, and Gruden knew who to, who to attack. He attacked Isaac Yadam a lot for the Denver corner. Yeah. Um, a lot of easy passes for Derek Carr. And Derek Carr, you're two in his offense. He knows how to run it now. Facts. Explosive downfield passes and the play action to build off all the runs. So I think Gruden and Mayo deserve a lot of credit. For sure. And and to go off that, they're rookies that they drafted the three first-round picks. So what we already mentioned Josh Jacobs. He got an A+. Plus. Um, Jonathan Abram. This man a little reckless. He hurt himself. Yeah, torn rotator cuff. He might be on IR. We'll talk about that later as well. Um, he did look really good though. He, he was laying the smack down, almost was. killed his teammate, but he was looking really good. And Cleland Farrell had a sack, you know, and he's he's a number four of our pick, so he mm-hmm. better be getting these sacks. Um, for sure. So they look good, and and Vontez Burfecht looked like a legitimate Pro Bowl linebacker, and a leader, and a leader, and, and he's a leader. Like, and, he, and he's a little crazy of a guy, but he looked like a serious leader for out sure. there. For sure. And I just think the way this entire team handled themselves in, in the midst of this whole Antonio Brown mm-hmm. nonsense, both during and after the Facts. game, I think they really handled, handled themselves professionally because I feel like they really deserve the license to be like, fuck it, be on national television. Yeah. I really feel like they deserve yeah. that. Seriously. And what Carr said in that post-game press conference that Carr had, I was like, wow. This is It was like a two-minute little talk about AB. It wasn't a rant at all. He was just expressing how he felt about it. Yeah. Wish him the best. Really appreciate him as a person. He just understood that you can't have salt. You can't be like you know salty about what happened. You just got to move on and play football, and that's simply what they did. And he did a really good job of shouting out all his teammates. And I yeah, really love it. Yeah. It was great leadership, exactly. especially coming from your quarterback. Yeah, yeah. The way he just was saying how you know you people forget about this player, but he showed out, and then you forget about Tyrell Williams coming into number one role, and you know it just showed like a really. I, I like Derek Carr. He's a little corny if you watch Hard Knocks. He's very corny. But I like he's him a lot. Corny. I really like I him a like lot. I did like what he did. Yes. He's, a, he's a great leader. He is. He's a captain for a reason. I mean, not all quarterbacks are captains. So it's it was it was, it was was good to see. It, it, when the Raiders are good, it's better for football. When the Raiders are good, yeah. it's better for football. I do like their fans. They're yeah. nuts. They're, they're nuts. nuts. They're nuts. nuts. For but sure. Black Hole is like a fun place to go. Yeah, wow. it's exciting. Last year. Yeah. It's like, it's good to see it. Exciting. Uh. Moving on, Rams Panthers. Looks like the Rams might be avoiding the Super Bowl hangover. I don't know, bro. They're still probably uh, a little hungover. Uh, drink, drink that Pedialyte. Uh, Dude, first off, I don't know who the the Panthers really are. Right? I think they're one of the most gassed teams in the NFL. I, I truly believe that. I I mean, are they even gassed? Like, I don't even uh, know. Some, what a they lot are. of people. T was on here picking them as his NFC South championship. I've heard a couple other people in the media gassing them up, picking them to win the NFC South. I just don't see it. Well, I he, don't see it. Here's my thing: the the Panthers have Christian McCaffrey, and he yes. is a baller, elite baller. He played every single snap of offense. That's mm-hmm. hard to see now. I, I this, I'm really just surprised at how good he's become out of Stanford. I knew he was good, but I did not expect him to be like this. No. He, I did not expect him to be like this in the NFL. 19 carries, 128 yeah. yards, two touchdowns, and then yeah. 10 catches for 81 yards. Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? That's workhorse. crazy. He's a workhorse. workhorse. Legitimate workhorse. He did not come off the field for one and snap. And he was so small out of college. That's part of the reason why I did not think he would be He like bulked this. up a little bit. He did a little bit. But Cam Newton, 
Still Look. looking like Cam Newton, man. Why does this man not set his feet when he throws the ball? He just he doesn't know how to have touch. He just throws it as <laughs> hard as he can, bro. Touch. He, can never. He, he literally throws it as hard as he can to every single person Everyone. he throws. And he just can't just put a little bit, take a little bit off of it. It's just it's frustrating can't. to watch. It really is. He he's the only quarterback that needs to throw a five of a fastball five yards. It's just I don't understand it. DJ Moore, I'm sitting here. I don't want to hear any more about DJ Moore. Please. Neither, bro. I don't want to hear another word about DJ Moore. But the Rams, um, they're really going to utilize Malcolm Brown. And a yeah. goal with this two back backfield. Yeah, they're really going because Gurley only had 14 carries for 97 yards, 6.9 yards. Sorry, no, I, I look. He, he was it. like, you give him the ball more. Yeah, I think that was their strategy. And Brown to finish had 11 carries for 53 yards, or 40.8 yards per carry. So but he that's had two. Really but he's the one who had two touchdowns. So yeah, and two touchdowns. I missed that little yeah, I had yeah. under there. So I think they were really doing that two two back backfield until yeah. the end of the game it was like all right now it's it's time to wrap this game up a little bit girly here you go but i think that's going to cause them to lean on golf more and as we've heard in past episodes i am not the big i'm not I'm just not a big fan of golf he still missed a lot of throws in that game um he still struggles reading defenses, making correct decisions, inaccuracy, all of that i'm just still not a big fan of golf he looked flaky he looked frail and he looked scared sometimes. So he looked like Jared Goff. Low key, but like, and he was missing some throws that he usually makes early in the game, but he really, really did look scared. Sometimes when he would run out of the pocket and he was about to throw, he just would get scared. And that same play we had in the Super Bowl when Vano was coming to take his yeah. head off. Just get rid of it. Another play like that. Yeah, and he just took, he went on his knees. Like, so dumb. Just, just throw it away. Just throw it away. I don't know. Sometimes like he has a brain fart, but I mean, he, at the end of the day, Nah, to be honest, he was actually garbage. He was actually straight garbage. He had a twenty. He had a sixty-nine rating. That's actually terrible. It's just, I'm just never a fan of this Jared man. Lamar Goff. Jackson had a perfect quarterback he, rating. I'm just not a fan of Jared Goff, and I just don't. I'm not gonna be happy. I just don't think they should have paid him that much. I don't think he's worth that much. I don't think if he's on the open market, teams are giving him that much money. I think so. I still, I, I still believe so. It's just because you're next in line. It just that's it. It doesn't matter how really good you are. You're just next in line, dude. I just don't. It's I really think at some point that cycle is going to get broken. It, it, at some point, it's damn that better cycle because it's getting get out of hand. It's getting out of hand. We've talked about this, but their run game, the Rams really relied on their run game, and they were killed. And, it. But that's who they are at their core. They're a run first team. Yeah, and for sure. If we're talking about that offense, one of the things we talked about at length towards the end of last year and in the offseason is how much will Sean McVay's offense change? Because we saw teams like the Bears, the Pats, um, the Eagles, I believe, catch on to that that offense and figure out, all right, if we're disciplined on some of the zone re- the zone run options, some of their reverses, their play action, yeah. flood the middle of the field where they like to run some of those deep cross routes behind the linebackers on those play action plays, we'll be able to limit this option, just eliminate the big plays, yeah. make them drive, show Jared Goff different things because he's not capable of, of running an offense on his own without his helicopter dad, Sean McVay. Um <laughs> So, I didn't. From what I saw, week one, I still haven't seen much variance from that. I think it was still a lot of the same zone uh, yep. run schemes, a lot of the same reverses, setting up the play action to then explode down the field. So that's something I still want to keep my eye on yeah, as the season for sure and uh, goes on. Week one was a little weird. I, it was first half of a lot of games was very sloppy. Very sloppy. Very very sloppy. Second half, a team started scoring, getting it together, but. It was just a lot. It was a bad first half of the one o'clock games. It For was, sure. Yeah. For sure. Moving on. 
time to introduce a new game we call Wow or Ow. Ow. Uh, you go first, for Roy. Who's your Wow of the, the week? My Wow of the week was the Colts, man. The Colts. Okay. They even, played, in, even in a loss. Even in a loss. You. They, they should have won. They it sh- wasn't for Benetieri. Yeah, yeah. Benetieri was, yeah. Screwed them. Yeah, he, he did screw two them. Two field goals and an extra point cost him seven points. They would yeah, have won that game. Exactly. Yeah. That man, it's time to go. But um oh, no, but they showed a lot of heart. They really did. <laughs> Led by Jacoby. Jacoby played pretty well. 21-27, only 190, but two touchdowns. Marlon Mack was mm-hmm. a bell cow. A 25 beast. carries, a 174 in a in a t- in a TD. A beast. And then T. Y. Hilton scoring that game time touchdown at the very end. Um, well, they had to go for two also, which is always is never easy. Um, T.Y. Hilton, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Shout out Andrew Luck. He's doing. He said he's doing it for him this season. Mm-hmm. So I was really, really impressed. Zero turnovers shows that they're just very disciplined. You know, Frank Reich is a very, very good coach. Mm-hmm. So very disciplined. Um, they played great down the stretch. Um, they scored 15 minutes. Um, or no, they were they were down 15. Sorry, with eight minutes left to go in the mm-hmm. third, and they just got they put together a couple drives, scored a two-point conversion, and they were tied. And um, it's just sad. I wish they won because I, I want Jacoby to, to succeed, but they're not going anywhere. I don't think they're going anywhere. No. They're the same tier as the Chargers. I mean, Chargers have a lot of injuries to deal with, but okay, they're on fair. that same tier. Fair. They're on that and same tier. And in that tier. AFC South, they could, they could still compete They could still come out the AFC top. South. Yeah, for, for they're sure. in the same tier as the Chargers and Texans. For sure. I, that's what I think. I hear yeah. you. All yeah. right, yeah. all right, yeah. all right. My wild of the week goes to – Dalvin Cook wow. and the Minnesota Vikings. Wow. 21 carries, 111 yards, 5.3 yards per carry, and two touchdowns. I love what I saw from Dalvin Cook on many levels. For first off, did you know that Dalvin, the Vikings, faced the largest percentage of eight stacked boxes last week? Eight men in the box. They had Jesus. The, and he still had a day. Chewed them. And the second reason why I love that is because that offense – you don't want to. You don't want to depend on Kirk Cousins to carry you. Yeah. You and I talked about this. But this is part of the reason why we both picked the Vikings to win the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Gary Kubiak, now a special offensive assistant or whatever. Mm-hmm. We know he's famous for running the ball, establishing the run. So now you establish the ball, the run with Dalvin Cook. What are you going to do? You cannot stack the box all day first off because you have Diggs and Thielen and Kyle Rudolph and Irv Smith that are very capable, I'm sorry, let me put some respect on their name, that are some of the elite pass catchers. Yeah. It's going to put these demons in a conundrum or how do we stop uh, Dalvin Cook versus how do we guard these elite mm-hmm. route runners. For sure. And so it's going to take so much pressure off of Cousins, who only threw 10 passes that game. He was 8 for 10 for 98 yards. Efficient. 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 Yeah, efficient. I mean, it's, it's crazy that you can win so, like, you know, so emphatically – against a good team like the Falcons, and your quarterback doesn't even have 100 yards. Yeah. That tells you so much about coaching and the rest of your team. For sure. Yeah. So, for me, that's my wow. It's just Dalvin Cook. 21 carries, 111 yards, 5.3 yards per carry, two touchdowns. Wow! Yeah, and, and explosive runs. Explosive Big runs. runs. And he yeah. was looking healthy. So, if he can stay healthy, I, I, I'm loving my Vikings pick for NFC North uh, winners. I like that. Me too. And I, I mean, I, I picked them two to win, so I hope they keep it up. So my ow of the week was truly an ow. It was was an injury. And I mentioned his name earlier, Jonathan Abram. Mm. He was laying the ow. I'll say that. He was laying the ow. But he ended up playing himself. Not only did he 
what almost seemed to like he <coughs> killed his teammate almost, Gary on Conley. Yeah, Scary spine injury, but they were just taking precaution. Thank God he's okay. This man, torn rotator cuff, probably going on season-ending IR. You're a first-round pick, man. It's your first game. I know you're like hyped up. I know you go crazy in practice. I know you go hard. But, man, you really got to tackle as absolutely as hard as you possibly can every single snap. He does. Don't don't criticize the man. But that's like, what makes him who he is. Yeah, that's what makes you a great player. But, but you know, just like you almost are going too hard. Um, But I, I, I love this comparison. I really do. It might be a little far-fetched, but I really do. If you watch Hard Knocks, I think you can get a little bit of what I'm saying. I, my great comparison for him is Rodney Harrison. Mm. Rodney Harrison was a great safety in this league. Mm-hmm. He was one of the best practicers Bill Belichick said he's ever mm-hmm. coached. Um, he had he was a great leader, great leader. Jonathan Abram, if you saw in Hard Knocks, he tried to take that leadership role. He talked to Charles Woodson about how to be a good leader. Another mm-hmm. Raider legend. Um, he's <clears> a hard legend. NFL legend. He was a he's a hard hitting safety, just like Rodney was. Decent in pass coverage. Will get interceptions, but he's just too reckless, mm-hmm. too reckless. And now it's putting a little bit more pressure. Well, I'll say honestly, a lot more pressure on Cleland Farrell to play mm-hmm. really well. Now he's their only first round pick. The rest on of that defense. secondary, it's not a great secondary. <laughs> no, and if I don't know how long Gary on Conley's out for, but it's Raiders had a great day, but this could be a big loss. Oof, I hear you. I hear right. you. My ow of the week. <laughs> Yeah, man, you need, you need some caution. I'm okay, I'm okay. Something. I'm okay. Uh, my owl of the week is the Bears offense. The entire Mitch, the, the O-line, Matt Nagy, all of you. Now, because you really – that defense. Just let's put some respect, some credit for them. They played a hell of a game. Held that Packers offense to only – what was it? Ten points. Ten points, was it? Um, That Packers offense clearly a work in, in – In progress. Yeah, but, I mean, this progress. defense is still good. Like, yeah. I mean, Bears defense is still elite. Yeah, still elite. At least they did their thing. Yeah. But that offense can only manage three points. And I have a lot of issues. First of all, my first issue is with Matt Nagy. He gets – he gets regarded as one as like a great offensive mind. He's a tier two offensive coach. Let's just let's just he's a tier two offensive coach. And I ask you, what exactly do the Bears do well, Roy? Run the ball. Are they like the- well? Well, last year they they ran the ball pretty well, but this I have a bone to pick. But I mean, they need to utilize their weapons, in which they do a good job of. Last year they did a good job of utilizing Tariq Cohen. Did a good job of trying to get Allen Robinson the ball, Taylor Gabriel the ball, Trey Burton the ball. They had Jordan Howard last year. Yeah. But now they have David Montgomery. Use him. Use him. Use him. That was my I don't understand. You, you have these weapons. Your O-line's it's pretty good. It's not No, your O-line's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Run the ball. I don't like they don't have an identity. No. They're kind of known for all these weird gadgets and sweeps and reverse yeah. and all these weird things. They don't do they don't have a single identity that they can rely on that teams say we need to take this away. <clears throat> and that's then that puts more pressure on Mitchell Trubisky, and that's when you start hearing things from Packers DB Tremont Williams. He said, "We knew if we could get Mitchell Trubisky to play quarterback, we could win." That's exactly what they did. So they took away all the yeah, so disrespectful. So disrespectful. <laughs> that's so disrespectful. They took away all the running lanes. They kept him in the pocket and forced him to play quarterback. Forced him to read defenses, which he struggled with. He was indecisive, didn't take the easy throws when he had him and just took the easy plays for him. Um, didn't go through his progressions well. So many times we're watching this game like, yo, running back, out the backfield right now or before you get hit in the face. Yeah. Get rid he of was it. Running, he was running around too much. And my 
you're you're spot on, right? Spot on about Matt Nagy. Why didn't they run the ball more? I don't know. Between I their really two running know. backs, they had know. 11 carries. That's I it. I don't know. You're, you lost the game by seven points. You're not behind. You're not. You're not behind. You're not. You don't have to throw the ball every play. Run the ball a step. Yeah, Mitchell threw like 40 45. Sons. 45 passes. For what? I don't know. Aaron Rodgers had 30. <laughs> I don't know. For what? I don't know. Bro, it doesn't make any sense. Run the ball. David Montgomery had six carries. Mike Davis had five. I don't know. Just I, run the ball a step. Tariq really Cohen had zero rushes. How? I don't I don't know. He, they they were probably kicking themselves in the you know after the day after. Terrible. Shit's crazy. Eleven times, forty five attempts from it. It was just all around an owl performance from the Chicago Bears yeah. offense. Um well, all right, say less. When we get back, we'll have our draft, and we'll finish with how we always finish, cap or no cap. All right, welcome back. Let's let's get into our draft. Today's draft is going to be a draft of the most intriguing matchups of week two. Uh, to determine who's picking first, Roy has a trivia question, kind of like I had one last week about the office. So we're, we're gonna take we're gonna stay on the office theme. All right, all right here we go, Mike. Tough question. Oh, so we know we all know about the Dundies. Oh yeah. Okay, so in the eighth annual. Oh Dun- come on! Dun- the eighth annual. No, come on! You you should get this. In the eighth annual Dundies Awards. Who won the award for the tight ass award? Oh shit. That tight ass. Oh, was it Angela? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Bonus question. Oh. Did she take the trophy? She didn't get up from her table, right? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. All Definitely. right. My first pick is going to be Cleveland versus the New York Jets. This is an important game. Mm-hmm. Such an important game. Both teams 0-1, coming off of embarrassing losses. The Browns lost, what, 50 to Two to the Titans might as well have been. And the Jets blew a 16-0 lead, I think it was, yep. to the Bills. Yep. Very important game for both of them. It'll be interesting to see how Freddie Kitchens and that Browns offense rebound from their terrible showing in week one. Um, because both these teams had playoff aspirations. If you're the if you're the Browns, you had Super Bowl aspirations, especially with all that talent. So this is gonna be a huge game to bounce back, back bounce back from. So that's my first pick. I like it. I like it a lot. It's gonna be a bloodbath. That game's gonna be a bloodbath. My first game is football too. So yeah, so be watching. Yeah, all eyes on that on that game. My first game is a rematch of the NFC Championship against the Rams and Saints. Mm -hmm. As we know, how last year it ended very controversially um, with the no pass interference call against the Rams on the Saints player ended up going to overtime. Although the Saints had an opportunity in overtime to win. Through an interception, Rams went on to go to the Super Bowl, eventually lose the Super Bowl. Um, so the rest is history. But it's the first rematch. They definitely have bad blood, um, whether they like it or not, whether it's gassed up or not, they don't like each other simply because of what happened last mm-hmm. year. It wasn't even in it was out of the players' control, but they don't like each other. It's gonna be a, a crazy game. It's gonna be a very, very highly watched game. Um, I'm interested to see how both teams play because both teams barely won week one. So I want to see if they can kind of kick that rust off a little mm-hmm. bit and actually play the way that they, they're capable mm-hmm. of playing. All right. My second pick, Minnesota and Green Day. Huge game. So many playoff implications already. Week two, we're talking about the two teams in the NFC North with a 1-0 record. Um, Minnesota coming off their win 
obliterating the Falcons, 28 to 12, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, Green Bay coming off of their defensive struggle, we'll call it, in their win over the Bears, winning 10 to 3. Um, it'll be interesting, interesting to see if, first of all, that Vikings run game that we talked about earlier, can they sustain that versus this uh, Green Bay defense that really showed out last week versus the Bears? Um, how much pressure will be on Dalvin Cook and that, and that um, O-line? How much pressure will be on on Kirk, on Kirk Cousins? Will will the Packers try and take away that run game and first force Kirk Cousins to play quarterback, kind of like how they did with Mitchell Trubisky? Um, how will they cover Diggs? How will they cover Dillon, Kyle Rudolph, Irv Smith Jr.? Um, so really compelling. And then from the other side, Will Aaron Rodgers and that offense rebound from their from their week one um, catastrophe? Really, yeah. Ten points only. Um, I think that offense was clearly you can't even say rusty because we haven't even seen it yet. No. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers for sure was rusty. Uh, kind of looked like he might have been injured a little bit. Um, was really he wasn't really moving fluidly. He's lucky that that touchdown was caught by Jimmy Graham. That should have been an interception going the other way. That's One might say that he was just seeing the height difference and then just giving. When you, if you see when he threw the ball, there was nothing to see there. He literally threw off his back foot. It was hey, disgusting. Greatness works in mysterious ways. Um, Lucky. It's interesting to see there, how that offense just develops as the season goes on. You're, you, I think you're starting to see some of the creativity. They talked about having audibles within the play. and Because um, there was a whole big drama about, oh, will Aaron be able to, to call audibles? Yeah, I think there's audibles within the play. And you kind of see that. There's just like options in the play. Run it, pass it. Um, depending on the look that the defense gives you. Um, so that's my second pick, Minnesota Green Bay. My second pick, um, Steelers Seahawks. Mm. So Steelers Seahawks, Steelers looked god awful. They got Terrible. they got humbled. They are stubborn. They look like trash. They look like they couldn't do this. They could only do the same thing on offense and couldn't kind of divert and do some interesting things um couldn't really move the ball that well and their defense their secondary is just abysmal mm-hmm. it, i'm very interested to see how dk metcalf does against this sorry secondary this sorry, could be his coming secondary. out party really russell wilson could tear them apart but it, do the steelers really have it in them to come out and play against a really well coached team and just play fundamentally sound football mm-hmm. and be disciplined i'm really curious to see about that um i really think the seahawks are going to come out on top and if Ben Roethlisberger puts up a game like he did last week against the Pats, they're going to look to get younger at that position. Jeez. And they might have his successor right behind him in Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, for sure. So they really, really got to step it up. Big Ben, honestly, has a, he has some pressure on his shoulders. For right sure. Now. And it's going to be really interesting to see how these teams match up because it's really strength for strength in terms of the Seattle offense. They love to run the ball in the Pittsburgh defense. Their strength is stopping the run. That front seven is really good, really fast. So it's going to be really interesting. You brought up DK Metcalf. Can um, the Seattle offense, can they do some things in the through the air? Because we saw them struggle last week for Cincinnati's defense. Uh, and you look at Steelers', Steelers defense, um, their secondary is garbage. Basuda. We know what that is. So can DK Metcalf go off like you said? Um, but I like those picks. Uh, let's finish how we usually finish. Cap or no cap? Something I never do. You always cap. You're a capper. Never do. Captain Roy. Um, first question. Cap or no cap? Kyler Murray, Ky- Kyler Murray will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. That is a no cap. Yeah. He's going to win. He played really well uh, week one. 
Uh, he had a very nice comeback against the Lions. They started off slow, as a lot of teams did in Week One, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, in fourth quarter, he looked like he was just about it, and he mm-hmm. looked like he was, had the vision. He had his blinders on. He was just ready to ball. He he had a great connection with Larry Fitz, Christian Kirk. They converted uh, a big two point conversion as well. Uh, they moved the ball. I wanted them to win, but they ended up, you know, settling for a tie. It is what it is. But if it's not him. It's just Josh Jacobs or maybe TJ Hawkinson. But and just like who else from that class is in a position to even be in consideration is really thing. Like if, DK Metcalf? Like, no, I don't see that yeah. happening either. And if they're going to throw the ball as much as they did, uh, they threw it, Um, what was it? Uh, I don't have the exact number. It was like probably like 40 or 50 times. I don't have his exact numbers of what he put up. But if they're going to have that much volume, then, like, of course he's going to... 54. Gonna, 54 times. Week one, first NFL regular season game. So, if they're going to throw that many times, he's going to put up numbers. Yeah. Um, so, I'm, I'm with you. I think that's no cap. He's going to win. Uh, final question. Cap or no cap? In the mid, in the wake of Nick Foles breaking his collarbone, out, he's on IR, out indefinitely. The Jags will still win. Or the Jags are done. In the AFC South, cap or no cap? Are they done? Are they done? I have them winning the AFC South. That's why I start off. Will they win? Yeah, but I. You want to answer this one first? Not you done. All right, I think that's cap. Oh, okay. I think that's cap. Okay, they're not done by any means. Um, sure. Texans, they look good. Although in a loss, they look good. Colts yeah. look good in a loss too. Yeah. Jaguars looked kind of bad and and embarrassed themselves defensively. And defensively, which is their strength. And they did play against the Chiefs, though, so you always, like, kind of, you know, assault, you know. But Miles Jack lost his cool. You know, they're not a disciplined team. They're really not. They're kind of like the Steelers in that sense, where they have a lot of talent, but they're not really disciplined. Um, Gardner Minshew came in, and he balled out. Mustache and all, he balled out. For sure. Um, I I could see them winning a couple games without him, without Foles. Um, They're not done just because of this. they they play in this division. That's the only reason why I'm saying that. Yeah, that, that's facts. They're not done. That's 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 cap. They're not done. I look at the Texans, their weaknesses, their defense and O-line. I look at the Colts, their weaknesses, their secondary. I don't want to say percent's a weakness, but He's not it is what it is. biggest strength. Exactly. Yeah. It is what it is. The Titans, Mariota, I, he's, he's a huge question mark. Um, their defense actually looks really good. And you look at the Jags, same thing. Minshew, question mark. So... <laughs> The division is up for taking. And I look at that Jags defense. Yeah, they got Torch. And it's, I don't, what do you expect? It's the Chiefs. It's Andy Reid. If you're going to still play that sorry cover three all the time, like that Seattle cover three, Andy Reid knows how to beat that. He has weapons to do so. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's the MVP. I picked him to win MVP again. They're going to torch you. But Gardner Minshew can do some things. He played pretty well in the preseason. And even in that game, he went 22 for 25 with 275 yards. Very efficient game. The receiving targets we talked about in um, at the beginning of the season, Chris Conley, DJ Chark, and D.D. Westbrook, they really did something. Yeah. They showed that they can hold their own. And Minshew, so I think they're going to do something. Minshew has a pretty good arm. He's pretty athletic, can throw on the run. He had really good pocket presence about him. Um, he's kind of just like a baller. Yeah, he's a baller. So yeah. I think he'll be able to hold his own in that offense. Um, so I think that's that's capped. I don't think they're done. Look out for these teams, though. They can, they can even win this week. They face the um, – who do they face? Let me check right now. But I forget who. Houston. Houston. So it's a big game. So I think yeah. they could win that game because that's – 
Houston's offense, Jags defense. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, kind, kind of a wash. Kind yeah. of wash. Then you have. I mean, and I love the Jalen Ramsey DeAndre Hopkins love matchup. That. Love that. Love and then Jags offense versus the weakness in the in the Houston defense. Yeah. So if Gardner Minshew can hold his own. That should be a game if the Jags defense doesn't completely fall apart and blow up like they did last yeah. week. That can be a game the Jags is win. I think that I think they can still win that game. It's gonna be close. I still think Texans are gonna win that game, but it'll yeah, be well, close. I'm not the biggest believer in the Texans, so maybe that's partially why I think yeah. that. Um, but say less. That's it for today's shoot. That's it for today's show. As normal, subscribe, please leave a rating. Follow on social at SayLessPod on Instagram, at SayLessSports on Twitter. And most importantly, never cap. Never cap. Please don't cap. Say less. Stay tuned. Thanks for tuning in.